Thanks for downloading this show from PC1. Before we get rolling, here's a word from one of the folks who helped bring you this podcast. The following program is a podcast1.com production. It's great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show where it's about you learning ways to save more and spend less and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our website. ClarkDeals.com is where you find the savings. If you haven't been to ClarkDeals.com yet, check it out. Coming up in 20 minutes, there's something I want you to be aware of if you are an entrepreneur, a business owner. There's a scam that keeps hitting business owners again and again, and I need to tell you how to protect yourself in today's Clark Rageous moment. And coming up in a half hour, I have new information that is key for you when you buy insurance. The information I'm going to give you hopefully will help you fatten your wallet or at least keep it from shrinking more than it needs to. I'm going to talk right now about something that I get the calls about. And by the time I get the calls... It's so frustrating because it's past too late. You know, they say an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. This is absolutely one of those circumstances. All over America, especially in mid and large cities, there are all these freestanding medical places that have opened up. And they have a variety of names, after-hours care, urgent care, emergency room, freestanding emergency room. Uh, Then you've got the places that are inside retail stores, inside the drugstore chains like Walgreens and CVS. And it is totally confusing for you and me as patients because you go to the wrong place and for something relatively minor you could end up with a bill 50 times what it might be at the right place for what ails you. And generally, these places aren't publishing price lists, except for the nurse-in-a-box places like in Walgreens and CVS. So it's up to you to ask. I mean, if somebody's got an absolute life-and-death emergency, forget what I'm saying right now. But a lot of times when we need to be seen, it may be urgent, but it's not truly an emergency. And one of the hot trends around the country, and I know they're hot because I see them as I travel, and then I get the calls from people who go to them, are what are known as neighborhood or freestanding emergency rooms. Historically, you think of an emergency room is being attached to a hospital. But now, more and more around America, entrepreneurs have opened what they call emergency rooms, do many of the things emergency rooms do, and bill you like a hospital would. So something that might be $79 at Minute Clinic may be $4,000 at a freestanding emergency clinic. 
By the way, the numbers I gave are not an exaggeration of the difference. Because no matter what you're seen for in a freestanding emergency room, you will be billed a massive rate. And even if you have insurance, lots of insurance policies now discriminate against you and what you're responsible for if you go to an emergency room. So you might have your deductible plus a bigger portion that is your share to pay simply by going to the wrong building. Now, urgent care, if, it, if a place says urgent care, that's in a gray zone. And sometimes if you go to a place that says urgent care, you may also face extremely high bills. Again, if you're not feeling well, I'm asking you to do something that you may not be up to. So somebody with you needs to do it. And what you do is before you're seen, you want to know what's the cost of being seen there. And you you also could go on Yelp and look at reviews for the place you're at. And somebody who gets hit with a shocking bill of thousands of dollars Let me tell you, they're going to take the time to post, and you're going to know. So I know medical care is complicated enough, and picking a plan is difficult enough. Now I'm telling you, on top of that, you've got to be careful when you get service. Yep, you really do. And I'm sorry, how do I say your name? Is it Kano? Yeah, uh, yes, Kono. Kono, I'd like to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show. Thank you, Clark. All right, so you have a twister for me, a mm. question that is one that has no right answer, which mm. which I hate. Tell me, where in the world are you going? Yes, so um, in July, I plan to go on vacation in uh, Switzerland. I'm planning to uh, rent the car and drive around in Switzerland and go down to Lake Como. So I was wondering if I need... An international driving permit. Now, I am happy to go in your baggage allowance on that flight. You can <laughs> sure, just put sure. me underneath in the plane. I'll be happy because Lake Como, have you been to Lake Como before? No, it'll be my first time. It's it's like magical. Mm. It's magnificent. Hopefully I'll see George Clooney. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to betray my ignorance. I I know that name, and I know people make a big fuss about him. Mm -hmm. And when I was at Lake Como, people Mm -hmm. kept talking about him. And I'm like, the poor guy. (laughs) Can he get any privacy anywhere he goes? But he's a a big movie actor, right? Right, exactly. I know. I mean, I am so ignorant about popular Mm -hmm. culture. But anyway, the lake is gorgeous. Switzerland mm-hmm. is spectacular, mm-hmm. and get ready for prices on things like you have never seen. Oh, boy. I mean, Switzerland is very, very expensive, not just for us as Americans. It's just expensive. So one of the ways I save money there is I go to supermarkets mm-hmm. to buy food and snacks and drinks and limit how much I eat out. But once you cross the border into the Italian side of Lake Como, mm-hmm. the prices get much more reasonable. 
I see. But th- you didn't call me about any of that, did you? I just got so distracted. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You want to know about international driver's licenses? Right, exactly. If, I, if I'm required to get one. So a lot of times I'll see stuff online that says you have to have one. And I've rented cars in dozens of countries in the world, and I have never been asked for one. Oh, okay. So if you want to be extra cautious, mm-hmm. you can typically go to a AAA office and pay them for one. Mm-hmm. There may be other places you can get one. But I, I remember years ago, I, I went to the expense and got one. I forget where I was traveling, and the book I had, the guidebook said I had to have an international driver's license. I get there, nobody even wants to see it. I see. So um, if you see a lot of information posted, if you're like reading about Switzerland on TripAdvisor and people mm-hmm. are posting about having to have an international driver's license or whatever, I'd get one, but... I just I just don't know that you need it. Gotcha. Okay. The car rental company you booked with, did they advise you that you need to bring one? Well no, I haven't rented I haven't booked any um I haven't booked a car yet. Okay. Yeah. I also was one I was also wondering about the navigation system, if I should um rent it from the um the car rental or if I should use my smartphone, like maybe get an international data plan. Okay, there's a third alternative. Do you have an Android? No, I don't. I have iPhone. All right. So you can go buy an Android tablet for like $29 or $39. Mm-hmm. And with Google Maps, you can download the maps you need ahead of time. Uh-huh. You can get an SD card, pop it in the tablet, uh-huh. and download with Google Maps for offline viewing the maps you'll need of Switzerland and maybe Italy. Gotcha. Okay, that's a great idea. And that's so much better Mm -hmm. than having the GPS that you pay for by the day from the car rental company. Right, right. I like that. So thank you very much. Yeah, the Android tablet thing for people that are that are using iPhones. Why do you use an iPhone anyway? What are you thinking? Oh no, I was just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But (laughs) but for people who have iPhones. The Android tablet is your lifesaver when you travel outside the U.S. Jacob's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Jacob. You know, Jacob, I also should have mentioned that if you have your service with T-Mobile, you have use of it in Europe and all over the world, and then you don't have to worry about your mapping not being available. But you're calling about credit card debt. Tell me about that. Hi. Yeah, can you hear me? I hear you perfectly, Jacob. Okay. Um, yeah, I just had a quick question. Um, the uh, the rate that's on my card right now was a zero percent for for a year, and um, I uh, have a, a few thousand on that credit card, and I'm getting a, a tuition reimbursement um, from my company for the semester. I'm actually I'm doing my MBA right now while I'm working full time, and um, I was wondering if I should just go ahead and pay off the card or if i should transfer that card to like a a balance transfer with a low percent transfer rate and start a roth ira or uh, or something else with a with a significant amount of money it's about the same amount to pay off the card um which option is is better i i think it doesn't really matter which way you attack it but i got to go back to what you said up front 
That is so fantastic, Jacob, that you're working full-time and getting your master's at night, and it's exhausting. You know, that's how I got through graduate school. Oh, yeah. It's, it's tiring. I'm doing that and, and another side side gig as well, so it's it's a pretty pretty busy schedule for me right now. Now, are you but, able uh, to even remember what month of the year it is? Um, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it's, December, it's December, right? <laughs> as busy as you are, it's so hard to do that. So I'm curious, your tuition, your employer reimburses, you said? Yeah. Um, so at the end of the semester, if you get uh, greater than a C uh, in the class, they'll reimburse for the full amount of tuition and your books and most of the fees. There's a couple of them that they don't like. Jacob, um, are you but, and I the same person? Because... Uh, when I was in, when I I was working for IBM, okay, and they had a program that if you went to school while you were employed, that they would reimburse you as long as you got an A or B in a course. Yeah, and I had never been the most conscientious student. I became very conscientious when I knew tuition reimbursement was on the line. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, and I, I. I graduated with a sky high GPA yeah. from graduate school. Yeah, this this is my first year in the MBA program, and uh, I averaged a three point six GPA. So I was I was pretty pretty happy with that, with considering everything else I'm doing. It, so great job. So just just pay off that over the course of the year, and then at that point do your Roth. Okay. Keep it simple. Because okay, so you know, start doing the balance transfer stuff and all that, that's that's more work than is necessary. So even though the credit card, even so I have a plan to pay it off, um, but even though it's no longer at 0% interest, I should... Oh, I thought you said it is still at 0%. Oh, no, it's not anymore. No, oh, what rate is it carrying? Uh, tw- it's, a, it's a high one. It's a 20% interest. 20%? Like APR, yeah. All right, what's that's your rate. alternative again? Um, so it was either pay it off in full real quick or maybe start a savings. Pay it, pay it off, off in full real quick. <laughs> I missed that. I thought you were still at 0%. Yeah. Pay that thing off now. Today's Clark Rageous moment is for anyone who owns his or her own business. This is a serious warning for you that could eat your business alive. Scams. Rip-offs. Outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. I read a story in the Kansas City Star, something that happens way too often. It happened to a friend of mine about five years ago, and that is you hire somebody to handle your accounting, either as a full-time employee or as a part-time bookkeeper or whatever, and you got nobody watching what they're doing. This woman reporting the Kansas City Star managed to embezzle a million and a half dollars from various companies. She'd work somewhere, embezzle money, go somewhere else, embezzle more money, till she finally got caught and now is going to prison for eight years. But the money's gone. The money is gone. If you have a business, it is so important that you have some kind of check on the person who has access to the checks. 
One of the things this person did that was reported on in Missouri is she kept putting fictitious people on the payroll and generating checks that she was cashing. But it could be any of a number of things. Most often it'll be paying fake vendors, sending money to people who you really don't owe money to. And so if you're not checking the checks every month, you're not checking the payroll every month, a business that you've worked so hard to build can get eaten up and your hard work severely damaged or, in the worst case, destroyed. So have some checks in your business where you have the ability to check up and know what's going on. It could be the sweetest person ever working for you, but it could turn out really sour. Okay, you're a human, which means you've done laundry some point in your life. And you know what a hassle it can be separating the laundry, preparing, doing multiple loads? It's not fun. Well, Home Depot might have a solution that makes it easy, really. They have the new Samsung Flex Wash and Flex Dry Washer and Dryer Pair. These innovative appliances are the first ever to allow you to wash two loads and dry two loads of laundry at the same time in the same machine. So when you do the laundry, you don't have to mix different colors and fabrics together and destroy your clothes. Flex Wash integrates a large capacity lower washer for everyday washes and then an additional washer for separate colors and delicates. And the Flex Dry integrates a large tumble dryer for everyday items and a flat dryer for your delicates. You wash one load, you dry one load, everything's done. And both the washer and dryer have a number of innovative features that make laundry super easy. Like the Flex Wash offers a steam wash option for removing stains and a self-clean to keep the water odor-free. And Flex Dry features multi-steam to steam away odors and wrinkles, while Sensor Dry optimizes drying temperatures to avoid damage to your clothes. It's technology you can really appreciate. And both are Wi-Fi connected, which allows you to set and start the machines and receive alerts when a load is finished. Together, the Flex Wash and Flex Dry offer the ultimate flexibility to provide the best possible care for your clothes. So get to Home Depot now and check them out. The Samsung Flex Wash and Flex Dry washer and dryer pair. Today on Geffen Playhouse Unscripted, we are joined by actor, producer, director, author. What else can you do, Brian Cranston? I sweep floors. You do? And I load a dishwasher really, really well. Do you unload it? Not too many. Okay. (laughs) We could give you a job in our house. The talent is loading it, not unloading. No, the talent is buying the dishes that fit together and not the dishes that I buy that don't fit in the dishwasher. Well, I could teach you how they can fit. Okay, Brian, thank you. That's Brian Cranston on Geffen Playhouse Unscripted. Be sure to listen on Podcast One or through the Podcast One app and Apple Podcasts. I'm glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about your empowerment with knowledge so you can keep more of what you make. Visit us at Clark.com. I think you'll really like what we're doing every day on our website to provide you with information to protect you, to inform you, and to enrich you. And you got a question for me? Check out Clark.com slash ask. Auto and homeowners insurance are not the most exciting things in the world. But what they can do to your wallet takes away excitement you could use money for for other things. And there's a new report from 
insurancequotes.com that is so instructive and so important for you. Because except in three states, which are California, Maryland, and Massachusetts, insurers can rely on your credit score to determine what they want to charge you for auto and homeowners. And in this case, for homeowners insurance, if you have average credit, normal credit, you pay for insuring the identical house, you pay roughly 40% more for homeowners insurance on average than someone with a great credit score. Now listen to this. If you have a bad credit score, you are charged 115% more for homeowner's insurance than someone with good credit. Insurers are convinced that the number one most important factor in what you're charged for insurance should be your credit score because they are also convinced that someone with a late payment to Visa is going to burn down their house or something. It is bonkers. And I have from time to time people from the insurance industry furious with me and saying, I just don't understand. Well, maybe I don't, but here's what you need to know is insurance is not a monolith. And yes, the average may be that somebody with bad credit pays 115% more, and someone with moderate credit pays 40% more than somebody with a great credit score, but those are only averages. And so insurers use their own criteria to set premiums, And one insurer may give the role of credit score all the weighting in setting the price. Another insurer may make it a very minor factor, or maybe one not at all. So, especially if you have a problem with your credit, the first thing is to see if you can take on whatever problems there are with your credit. But on the insurance front, shop your service. Shop your plan. You know, last year I told you about another study that found that a driver with a DUI or DWI arrest and conviction with many insurers pays a lower rate for auto insurance if they've got a great credit score than somebody who's never had a ticket, never had an accident, but has problems on their credit report. That's how much some insurers rely upon credit score as a way of setting rates. But again, not every insurer, and that's why you should shop. And it works in reverse, by the way. You could be somebody with a fantastic credit score 
and you might be with an insurer that doesn't weigh that very heavily, and another insurer that does may be in a position to offer you a much lower premium than what you currently have. Holly is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Holly. Hello. Holly, congratulations on getting married. Oh, thank you. So how can I be of service to you? Um, well, I'm in the federal loan forgiveness program. And um, because we got married, we filed jointly. And now my payments in the federal loan forgiveness program are being based on both our incomes rather than one. And so it tripled my payments to the point that because we just bought a house and we have a baby on the way. Um, it's backbreaking. Yes. And so they have offered me one option, which is going into forbearance um, for a year and being in the federal loan forgiveness program for 11 years rather than 10 and not paying any interest for this or any payments for this 12-month period. Yeah, because in forbearance, as I remember right, interest will continue to accrue. And so our question is... um, it, would that be the smartest move when our payments have tripled? That is a great question. I'm, I'm really sorry about the circumstances where, you know, you're moving on with your life, you're doing what you're supposed to, and then, bam, you get blindsided by a tripling of your loan payment. So the question mm-hmm. I have, if you buy a year's time by doing forbearance, do you think your financial circumstances will be such that a year from now you'll be able to handle that payment? Because Absolutely. forbearance isn't going to get it done if you can't come up. I mean, you got a year to try to figure it out. Right. Probably, yes, because that would give us time to pay off cars. and. Okay. Uh, In that case, then the forbearance would be worth it. But, but really be um, clear with yourselves that you're going to have to come up with... What's the payment gone from and to? It's 165 to 503 Wow. So you're going to have to come up with an extra roughly 340 a month. Yep. All right. So, I mean, that's got to be the goal. you got to figure out how you're going to do that over the next 12 months. But doing the forbearance is... is something I wish more people would do. A lot of people, when they can't pay on a loan, just stop paying and then go into default status, and you're doing it the right way. Okay, so you would recommend that we do that? Based on what you've told me, you got a, a, a child, you got a new house, you got a lot of uh, things on your plate all at once. If you can figure out over the next year how you're going to do that stepped-up payment, I think it's the right thing. Okay. Okay? Yeah, thank you. Sure, best to you. And uh, it's like the people who who were going to get married and find out that their Social Security benefit gets cut in retirement, you know, that are retirees, and they decide, well, we're just going to be friends. We're not going to get married. It's weird how the loan rules on the federal student loan program are written that getting married can create a penalty, essentially, on your student loan payments. 
Linda's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Linda. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Linda. You have a question for me about stopping all the email from driving you crazy. Well, you know, that was my original question, but I took your advice and I found Unroll on the the Internet, and I was able to... uh, go in and put, they gave me an opportunity to put in three, I believe. Uh, they had three on, the, on their website that they pulled up with my number. And so anyway, those three were really bothersome, and they got handled just beautifully. Yeah, unroll.me is, has had a little bit of controversy lately because of how they were sharing people's information, and they have apologized profusely. And I've used Unroll Me. I really like how it's reduced the amount of email I'm getting every day. Exactly. Now, I do have another question since that one was handled during the week. Great. (laughs) That is, um, someone told me yesterday that they had heard on some other radio show that there is a type of will that does not go through probate. And I said, I have not heard that, and I would check with you on that. Okay, so what they're probably talking about is, in lieu of a will, doing a living trust. Okay. And so a living trust is something that a lot of lawyers are really into, is a way for you to avoid probate. And the cases where you want to avoid probate generally involve contentious family situations. I see. Okay. So probating a will, except in rare cases, is a pretty streamlined, easy thing to do. I've been the executor of estates too many times. And I can, other than maybe records not being kept clearly by the individual who passed away, um, doing the paperwork and administration has been relatively easy and the lawyer fees involved with probating not very high. So I know there are exceptions to that, but generally if you set up a living trust in place of a will, it's a more expensive process to do and you have to manage the trust over the years. You know, things will change, what you own changes and all that. And so it's something that is not just set it and forget it. Right. Is there anything in your situation that makes you feel that you need to avoid probate? Well, no, not really. And this is not a contentious family situation at all. Then I think a will is A-OK. Now, oh, one other thing that could be part of it. A lot of assets can pass outside of probate and outside of will, like retirement accounts, investment accounts, bank accounts, credit union accounts, simply by how you designate in the paperwork what happens at the time of death. Insurance can pass outside of uh, probate, outside of a will, simply by having a designated beneficiary yes so there are a number of the assets you might have or that a family member may have that can pass quite easily with very little effort 
outside of a will, and you wouldn't need the living trust for that either. Emmanuel's with us on the Clark Howard Show. How are you? I'm good. So you are an Aldi shopper. Yes, I am. I, I, I don't go anywhere anymore. Aldi's pretty awesome. I was there on Saturday. I, my wife says I'm addicted because I even when I have nothing to buy, I still go through there. <laughs> well, you can always find things in the center aisle that are rotated every week that you're like, I got to have that. <laughs> That's true. My son, who's 11, his, his feet have been growing and his socks were too small for him. And of all things, Aldi had socks on sale this past weekend. Yes. So how can I serve you with Aldi? I, I, this past week, they had, they had avocados on sale. They usually sell one nineteen a, a piece, but they had them on sale for 59 cents. And I was just thinking, is there a way I can buy in bulk and freeze them so I can use them, you know, I can unfreeze them whenever I need them and save on, you know, get the new that price? Well, it's funny you ask that. The Trade Association for Avocado Growers in California has a guide on the web to how to freeze an avocado. That's great. So if you just did a Google search or whatever search engine you use, how to freeze avocados, you'll find the guide, and it'll walk you through step-by-step how to properly freeze one, or if you buy a bunch of them, how to freeze a bunch of them so that you can save all that money. Now, that is a true Aldi shopper. Not just wanting to save money, but wanting to save in bulk. It's time for Ask Clark. That's where you post a question at clark.com. Producer Joel asks your question. Clark Suzanne wrote and says, I know you're leery of Bitcoin because it's not based on anything physical, but what about something like BitGold, which is based upon gold held in a vault? So BitGold is, as best I know, a Canadian organization. And the Canadian government says they are not registered with them and I, I'm really concerned about people putting money with BitGold. You know, there was a merger of them with another organization a year or two ago. And I, I think this is one that has way too much risk because you're putting money in it, hoping that they live up to their promise that the money you put with them will be backed by gold in a vault. And who knows if that's really a promise that's going to be kept. So I would encourage you to stay away. All right, Mary writes in. She says, I don't like to fly. Do you have any advice on finding any deals on transportation other than airfare? So I don't know how far you want to go on a trip, but the best deal going is Megabus which is also, to many people, the worst idea ever to go anywhere because people are really polarized about Megabus. But even though they start their fares at $1.50 one way, usually you'll pay about $20 one way on a trip. And Megabus covers an enormous amount of the United States. So that would be a way that you could go on a trip 
at a good price. Another thing, I don't know how much you like driving, but one of my favorite ways to save money on a road trip is to rent a car instead of putting miles on your own car. But if you want to leave the driving to someone else, uh, Amtrak serves very little of the country with very sparse and infrequent service outside of the northeast U.S. So I think I circle back around and say that Megabus with warts and all may be the best choice. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports this podcast. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust, someone who's got your best interests in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get a mortgage approval in just minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure that you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. So whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank. Skip the waiting. Go completely online at quickenloans.com slash save. That's quickenloans.com slash S-A-V-E. Let Rocket Mortgage help you get the exact mortgage solution that you need. Go to quickenloans.com slash save. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Okay, you're a human, which means you've done laundry some point in your life. And you know what a hassle it can be separating the laundry, preparing, doing multiple loads? It's not fun. Well, Home Depot might have a solution that makes it easy. Really. They have the new Samsung Flex Wash and Flex Dry Washer and Dryer Pair. These innovative appliances are the first ever to allow you to wash two loads and dry two loads of laundry at the same time in the same machine. So when you do the laundry, you don't have to mix different colors and fabrics together and destroy your clothes. Flex Wash integrates a large capacity lower washer for everyday washes and then an additional washer for separate colors and delicates. And the Flex Dry integrates a large tumble dryer for everyday items and a flat dryer for your delicates. You wash one load, you dry one load, everything's done. And both the washer and dryer have a number of innovative features that make laundry super easy, like the Flex Wash offers a steam wash option for removing stains and a self-clean to keep the water odor-free. And Flex Dry features multi-steam to steam away odors and wrinkles, while Sensor Dry optimizes drying temperatures to avoid damage to your clothes. It's technology you can really appreciate. And both are Wi-Fi connected, which allows you to set and start the machines and receive alerts when a load is finished. Together, the Flex Wash and Flex Dry offer the ultimate flexibility to provide the best possible care for your clothes. So get to Home Depot now and check them out. The Samsung Flex Wash and Flex Dry washer and dryer pair. I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show where it's all about you and your wallet. I want you empowered with knowledge so that you can take control of your financial future. Keep more of what you make. You know, we have our podcast. If you've missed an hour of the show, you can tune into our podcast. Go to Clark.com or wherever you like to download podcasts, and you'll be able to see how to get our podcast. And when you have a question for me, Clark.com slash ask. Right now I want to talk about two things involving your future. So the latest data shows that, well, 
almost none of us, when we're polled, feel like we're on track to ever be able to retire. In fact, the number is in the teens. 80-plus percent of us don't feel like we're going to have enough money to retire. And I think how often people say, I'm never going to be able to retire. And that's something, I mean, there are people who absolutely love working and will never stop working. I have uh, a number of my first cousins will work till they don't know where the office is. They just love working. I've got two brothers and a sister. My sister and one of my brothers, I think they also will work forever because they just love working. But then my other brother couldn't wait to stop working, and he and his wife have no place to live. They just rent places. This is more like what I'm going to talk about in a half hour. They just rent places a month or two at a time, and they just go wherever a deal is in the world. And they claim to be living for less than what they were spending when they were both working. You know, everybody decides what they'd like to do with their lives. But I want you to be able to decide. You know, a lot of times, I'll ask, you know, when there are those huge lottery prizes, when like the big game or Powerball or whatever, I don't gamble. So I think that's what they're both called, the big thingies. Anyway, when those jackpots get to be a quadzillion billion dollars like they sometimes do, And I'll ask people that are running out and buying tickets, so if you win, are you coming to work the next day? And like almost everybody says, are you kidding? No, I'm never walking in there again. And then I'll ask, well, what are you going to do with the money? And they're like, well, I'm going to do this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I guess there are people who are like that, who are happy to never have to work another day. But the number of us that are going to be able to do that because we won a lottery, that's going to be like, well, as you know, you're more likely to die from a lightning strike. So if it is important for you to save for your future, to you, because you don't want to work forever, you just got to do it. And I talk about incremental strategies where you keep stepping up where you're saving every six months and all that. But the area that I fail to address adequately is what you do with the money. A lot of people shut down on what to do with the investing, and they'll even do things that are horrific for your future, like put money in a bank or credit union that's for retirement. No, 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 no. I love credit unions. I don't like banks, but I love credit unions. But that's not where you put your retirement money when you're building up retirement money. It must be invested. Cash does not work. You have to invest. And if you are bored by, intimidated by, or whatever, by the whole concept of investing, keep it simple. Simple. The simplest thing of all is put your money in a target retirement fund. And what's that? It's a fund where it'll have a year or two. It'll be like target retirement fund, 
2040. And so if you're going to retire around the year 2040, you put your money, all of it, in your retirement account in the Target Retirement Fund 2040, and then the managers of the fund, as you get closer and closer to retirement age, get steadily more conservative with how they invest the money. You don't have to figure it out. You know, should I have money in Botswana or not? They do that for you. That's what they do. And what's really great is there are these target retirement funds that are extremely low cost. There are also people that charge big money for them, but you look at the people in my investment guide, and they're all lower cost or extremely low cost. You just plop that money in the target retirement fund. This is if you're doing your own investing in a Roth IRA or a regular IRA. In a 401k, it's become more and more common that in 401ks, employers offer target retirement funds, and you don't say, I'm going to put part of my money in it. You put it all in. Now, there is an exception I saw recently, and it happened at a gate when I was waiting for a Southwest Airlines flight, and a counter agent asked me, about his retirement plan with Southwest. And I was stunned that their target retirement funds had an expense that he has to pay every year that was gigantic, far, far, far higher than it should ever be. And I don't know who's asleep at the switch at Southwest Airlines that they have their employees in a rotten, terrible choice of target retirement funds But that can happen at a company, even a huge one like that, where they should know better and do better by their employees. And so in his case, there was uh, was either a 500 fund or a total stock market fund that had really low costs. And we came up with a new way of doing it where he put part of his money in the target retirement fund and the rest in the 500 stock fund, I think it was, and... That was a level of complexity he shouldn't have had to deal with. And most of us, thank goodness, don't. But if you are not into this stuff, but you do want to have a comfortable retirement, you got to stash a lot of your pay into retirement accounts. And the easiest of all is if you're offered a 401k. And you throw huge chunks of your pay into it and then set it and forget it in the target retirement fund And you should be A-OK. John joins us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, John. Hello there, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, John. How can I be of service to you? Well, I'm going to Belfast July 2nd. And I wanted to rent a car through my credit card. What credit card is best to get uh, free insurance on your rental car right so first of all i don't know if you know this but you are beyond brilliant that you're going to belfast and not dublin well i'm from north county dublin but uh it's i got a better rate going through belfast i'm like you i kind of check 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 are you going on norwegian into belfast or who's taking condor condor into belfast okay so belfast 
has become a huge bargain center for air travel and for vacation travel because people generally vacation in the Republic, you know, in, in Ireland and don't go to Northern Ireland. So there's all these deals if you go to Northern Ireland, including the thing that's so perfect for your question. In Ireland, it's very difficult to rent a car without buying all the crummy fake insurance on a car rental. I'm well aware of that. And in Northern Ireland, because it's part of the United Kingdom, you don't have to put up with that foolishness. And if you have a credit card that covers you for temporary use of a rental car, you're set with that card. And so there are now so many credit cards that cover temporary use of a rental car. There are any of a number of Visa card issuers that will cover temporary use of a rental car. There are MasterCards that are, I think, are known as World MasterCards that cover, that's not from a particular issuer, but it's a type of MasterCard that cover temporary use of a rental car. And if you don't want to hunt around too much, Capital One is the oldest company as far as providing rental car coverage simply by using their credit card when you rent a car. Oh. Do you have a card already from Capital One? No, I don't. I've got mine from, well, a bank that you're not crazy about. Oh, one of the giant monster megas? One of the giant monster megas, yeah. Yeah, so if you've got time, when did you say you're going to Belfast? I'm going on July 2nd. You got plenty of time then to get another card. And if you go look at Capital One's website, you can look at their various choices and just make sure that the card you're picking includes the car rental coverage. Oh, yeah. And you'll be set. And with the, um, with the overseas, call your automobile insurer that you use here and see if they cover you for car rentals overseas. Some do and some do not. Well, they have to send, give me a letter then to say that. No, no. I mean, they should be able to tell you where in your policy you could look. But the thing is, is if they don't cover you overseas, even though the credit card would cover you for damage to the car, you might consider buying a policy that would give you liability coverage when you're overseas. Yeah. Any any idea on who might be? Yeah, there is. I'm trying to remember the name of the website. There's a site that sells coverage for uh, rental cars. I'm going to see if I can find that for you. The other thing is that if, if the worst happened and you had to buy anything from the car rental agency, it would be just liability that you would get from them. But with the credit card, you'd be able to be covered for the collision coverage and all that. Oh, yeah. But the website is insuremyrentalcar.com. Insuremyrentalcar.com. Yeah. Have a great time. Thanks a lot, Clark. First time talking to you, and I'll always listen to you. Well, you you have a a fabulous service. And I'm so jealous because I love going to Ireland, but you know the part of Ireland that I love is extreme southwestern Ireland and western Ireland. Around Clare and around that area. Yeah, because it is gorgeous. It is beautiful. I'm not a Dublin guy. I don't get Dublin. But Western Ireland is magnificent.
one of the prettiest places I've ever been. Sandy's with us on the Clark Howard Show. And Sandy, I'm so sorry you're going through a tough time right now in your life. Thank you, Clark. I appreciate that. So uh, what life circumstance are you facing? So I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud, but I'm going for divorce. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a special education teacher. I've been teaching for a long time. Thank God I have a decent salary, but unfortunately my soon-to-be ex-husband we have no money. I'm sorry. That's a long story, but um, that's okay. You know, I've been working and tutoring and working at a summer camp. I do what I have to do. So now that I'm going to be living on my own and literally continuing to support me and my children on my own, which is how it's been, I need more of an income. And I also have children. I need to be able to be there for them. So I was wondering if you know of any legitimate companies or businesses that I can work at home, maybe on my computer, in the afternoon. No, you, okay, so let me tell you something. You will never make as much money working at home in the afternoon for any work at home as you can make tutoring kids that yeah. are private school kids. Okay. Because, you know, the private school tutors tend to charge, what is it, about 75 an hour, 100 an hour? Yeah. And if you do a work at home, you're going to make somewhere 8 to $12 an hour for the typical work at home. Okay. So if you develop a, a larger roster than maybe you're going to be comfortable with of kids that you do after-school tutoring, and are you wired into any of the private schools? Because that's where the money's made. Well, I, I have connections for sure. Um, I have been tutoring my whole life, and I've made upwards of $80 an hour. Um, so that I, I mean that's that's the payoff yeah. because there's not yeah. anything else you're going to be able to do that'll get you home with your kids in the afternoon so you're in the house with them yes than tutoring the private school kids because the At private schools you know they yeah. push the kids so hard that even the brightest of the kids will need help with various yeah. courses over time and that's right because if you go and also for me when I've looked through tutoring through a company, then I won't make as much money either. So I need to do it um, really through... you got to market yourself, and uh, you know your kids will appreciate it, even though they're losing some direct time with you, but they'll yeah. see that you're getting it done for them. Yeah, and I do that now, but I also tutor, um, I tutor homeless children through my school system, and so I, I love doing it, obviously, because it's important but I don't make a lot of money doing it. Right, and that is such a sweet, wonderful thing you do, and there will come another time in your life you can do that. But right now, you've got to take care of yourself and your own kids, and you'll have to do tutoring for the big money you can with the wealthy private school kids. And at a later date, when your circumstances change, you'll be able to tutor the homeless kids again. But right now, it's got to be about the parents that can write the checks and i want to wish you the best moving forward with your life okay you're a human which means you've done laundry some point in your life and you know what a hassle it can be separating the laundry preparing doing multiple loads it's not fun well home depot might have a solution that makes it easy really they have the new samsung flex wash and flex dry washer and dryer pair These innovative appliances are the first ever to allow you to wash two loads and dry two loads of laundry at the same time in the same machine. 
So when you do the laundry, you don't have to mix different colors and fabrics together and destroy your clothes. FlexWash integrates a large capacity lower washer for everyday washes and then an additional washer for separate colors and delicates. And the Flex Dry integrates a large tumble dryer for everyday items and a flat dryer for your delicates. You wash one load, you dry one load, everything's done. And both the washer and dryer have a number of innovative features that make laundry super easy. Like the Flex Wash offers a steam wash option for removing stains and a self-clean to keep the water odor-free. And Flex Dry features multi-steam to steam away odors and wrinkles, while Sensor Dry optimizes drying temperatures to avoid damage to your clothes. It's technology you can really appreciate. And both are Wi-Fi connected, which allows you to set and start the machines and receive alerts when a load is finished. Together, the Flex Wash and Flex Dry offer the ultimate flexibility to provide the best possible care for your clothes. So get to Home Depot now and check them out. The Samsung Flex Wash and Flex Dry washer and dryer pair. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports this podcast. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust, someone who's got your best interests in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get a mortgage approval in just minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure that you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. So whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank. Skip the waiting. Go completely online at quickenloans.com slash save. That's quickenloans.com slash S-A-V-E. Let Rocket Mortgage help you get the exact mortgage solution that you need. Go to quickenloans.com slash save. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Stay tuned for 60 seconds of AP News headlines right after this podcast. Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show where it's about you and your wallet. I want you to stretch that thing. I want to give you ideas so you can save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is the web address. Go to Clark.com slash on demand. You can listen to our podcast if you missed an hour of the show on your local radio station. And by the way, I'd love for you to look at ClarkDeals.com. We work every day, every day of the year, to do what we can to bring you deals that I hope you'll like, bargains on things that we curate. We don't just do a continuous scroll list. We look for things that we don't want to waste your time with, but we'd like to save your money. Speaking of saving money, wow, there is a Donnybrook of a fight going on over where you lay your head on a pillow when you're on vacation. The hotel industry is going through a wave of consolidation. Marriott, now the world's largest hotel brand, owns all of the Starwood brands. Between them, they own, gosh, what is it, 30, 35 different hotel brands. And you've got one big group after another, Hilton having a big group, Wyndham having a big group with a whole bunch of different brand names. And then booking the hotels, there are two 
people out there, two organizations that control most of the third-party booking in the United States and around the world. Like, the people at Priceline also own Booking.com, Kayak, Agoda, that are all um, various booking sites, and then Expedia owns Hotwire and Hotels.com, which are both big booking sites. They also own Travelocity. Who knew Expedia owned Travelocity? And a couple of other smaller hotel sites. And then if you look at at VRBO or Home Away, they own them too. So there's going to be a continuing fight between the Priceline Group, the Expedia Group, Marriott, Hilton, Hyatt, Wyndham, as they all struggle, IHC, I forgot IHC, as these big hotel groups fight against the big booking groups. Because the hotel groups all want you to book direct. They want you to be brand loyal. They don't want you to comparison shop. And more and more, you're going to find that they're going to offer you a number of privileges if you'll book direct rather than through one of the Priceline group sites or one of the Expedia group sites. So you're going to have to decide if benefits matters more to you matter more to you, or a price matters more to you. So what kind of benefits? Well, they might offer additional hotel stay points or offer you hotel stay points that you don't get if you book with one of the Priceline or Expedia sites. They may offer you a free drink when you come to the hotel if you book direct. They may offer you free Wi-Fi if you book direct, but charge you for it if you book through one of the Expedia sites or one of the Priceline sites. They may offer you free upgrades if you book direct and no upgrades if you don't book direct. I have experienced all these things because I have an unusual situation. I have status. Status. That sounds so snobby. What do you call it? I'm, I'm an elite level that sounds bad, too. I, I'm at a ranking with the various hotel frequent stay programs that make me eligible for a variety of privileges that I forfeit because I'm price-oriented more than I want the luxury touches. And this is the choice you'll have to make because I do almost 100% of my hotel bookings with Priceline and Hotwire, where I don't know where I'm staying till after I've paid non-refundable. But most people won't do Priceline or Hotwire, but they still will use a third-party site like Expedia or Hotels.com or Booking.com or blah, blah, blah.com. And so when you use those, there's going to be the punishment for you. And that's the reality of how this game is going to be played. Now, there's a third thing to add in some confusion. There are some UFO hotel booking sites, which I've had complaints about, and there are complaints about them all over the web. 
on all the travel review sites and stuff. If you comparison shop and there's some hotel booking site you've never heard of and it's offering an incredibly cheap price, you need to know that that may come with the gotcha that you get to the hotel and they say, who are you? Your money's gone, but there's no stay for you because you were never actually booked at that hotel. A lot of these shady companies reside in a territory between, well, maybe incompetent and maybe being out-and-out crooks. Be careful. Dan is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Dan. Hi, how are you doing? Great, thank you, Dan. You want to talk about a different place people put their heads on a pillow, in a home. Yeah, not necessarily mine, but... Um, what are you thinking so, uh, of doing? What's that? Um, well, a few of my guys I know and myself, we started a kind of real estate venture. Um, what we're doing is primarily we're um, purchasing, purchasing houses to either flip them, possibly rent them, um, land co- contract them, etc. Um, now, part of my duties include I take care of the checkbook, you know, debit card, things like that. I set up the bank account. I always hear you talk about um, problems with debit card security, things like that. And I've been looking into getting a credit card for the um, company. We are we have set up an LLC and things like that. You don't need to get a credit card for the company. Okay. If you're the one handling the money and everybody trusts you with that, just take a card that you already have yourself and designate it as being only for these houses. And that way you'll have nice, easy accounting. You'll have a clear record of what you have. Um, as long as it's okay with your partners, you could be earning reward points or cash back or whatever on the card. And that way you have the protections that come with a credit card. And it's basically just a convenience payment system. Okay. Um, so you're saying use one of the cards I have already have yeah or you could even apply for another card in your own name because getting one for uh, the llc gosh that's such a hassle okay and that's kind of what i was um expecting so that was basically i was telling you to see if there was um a trusted one that you usually point people towards or not but if this is the best way you feel to go then a hundred percent is that you get a card that's your card. Do you get all those solicitations in the mail saying, you know, get 100,000 points if you do blah, blah, blah over the next four months or get 2% cash back or whatever. There are ads all over TV now for cards that give you 2% cash back on everything you do. Yeah. And yeah. so doing something like that makes the most sense. And think about okay. it. If you did one of those cards that you got a zillion points, you know, because when you're first buying a house and doing rehab on it, you, you run up some significant charges. You might be able to get one of those where you get 100,000 points for charging so much in so many months. Then how many partners do you have? There's three of us total. 
So you could each get a free airline ticket out of it. Yeah. The charging you're already doing. Now, how much of the rehab work do you and your two uh, partners do, and how much do you hire outside contractors to do? We do, I'd say, 80% of it. We do most of it, like uh, laying carpet, um, roofs. We don't do that sort of stuff, but as far as like other flooring, uh, cabinets, sinks, stuff like that, we take care of that. Well, you know, I, the reason I wanted to ask that is that the only real money to make today with how houses have come back up in value in most of the country the only way to make money is to buy a house that needs work that you you can do yourself. Since you and your partners are doing 80% of the work yourself, you're using your sweat equity to build real money equity, real cash equity, and I expect you're going to do really well over time doing this. Yeah, yeah, we hope so too. I mean, you know, trying to just find good deals and you know, basically make it so that we're not just paying ourselves to renovate it. But. Right, exactly. But, you know, even if you do pay yourselves to renovate it, that, again, sweat equity, and you're generating real cash from that, your time going in translates into real cash coming out. Bill is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Bill. Hey, good afternoon, Clark, real privilege to talk with you today. I've been looking forward to this call for a long time. Well, it's um, great to have you here, and it's great to... I wish I had graduation music for you. <laughs> it's, uh, well, and it is. It's, uh, we look forward to that day um, that we would be able to complete that process. As I, as I said when I emailed in, we just completed a, a five-year uh, Chapter 13 plan successfully, um, it, it was a pretty hefty plan, but we, we, we were set aside and we, we completed it. That's, you know, that's fantastic, Bill, because something I don't talk about a lot because I don't want to throw any seeds of doubt in people, but you need to hear how, how proud of yourself you should be. Most people who enter into a Chapter 13 bankruptcy don't make it, and it ends up being converted into a Chapter 7 liquidation. You stuck with it, and you made it happen, and you paid back the people you owe money to, and you should be so proud of yourself. Well, our attorney told us less than 10% actually complete through the process, and, and I, I couldn't even imagine that. We, we stuck through and did complete, and and so here we are. We're post, post-completion and discharged, and um, we, we had a lot of very good things happen in our businesses. Uh, and in our in our, in our jobs uh, with, with cash flow and things of that nature over the last five years of the plan that I really couldn't do anything with because of the plan and so I'm in a twofold scenario here one as I said to your producer I don't I don't really need credit for anything and that's that's uh, a wonderful position to be in um, um, but you do want to reestablish credit because exactly, exactly it'll be important for a number of things. Are you and uh, are you and are you a member of a credit union? Because I see you're calling from Florida, and Florida is full of credit unions all over the state. Uh, I'm not. I'm a member of. of I, I have accounts with two two major banks, but I've looked recently at a local credit union who presented a an option to some college students 
um, on establishing credit, and I thought that what this credit union offered might be some a couple of they, they had a couple of different options that sounded appealing, but uh, I had looked at a particular institution that's based here in Central Florida. Then I think that's your path. I think if you found a credit union that has what they call a fresh start program, they'll have you put money on deposit, and then they'll issue you a Visa or MasterCard, and that's what I would do because you deserve it. You went through tough times. You toughed them out. You honored your obligations. You've graduated from that. And now it's time for you to have that established credit because going forward, even though you don't need it, you don't need the money, you need to have the good credit record building, and that's how you do it. And I got to say again, Bill, congratulations for beating the odds. Charles is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Charles. How are you doing? Fine, Clark. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, You want to talk about something your bank is doing? Yes. They have a rewards debit card program where they want you to specify to to the merchant for them to run the card through as credit rather than debit. Now, I understand the bank probably gets a larger service fee by doing that, and they then reward points uh, to the card holder that you can redeem uh, with a catalog of, uh, you know, electronics or gift cards or, or what have you. My question for you is, if my debit card is run through as a credit, do I gain any credit card uh, security? You do not. Okay. Now, but the, if the rewards are good enough, you know, debit cards have enhanced risk to you versus credit cards. You know, the debit card has any of a number of issues, but everything in life is calculated risk. And if they're giving you rewards that are generous enough that it's worth getting those rewards, then you just run. When they ask you debit or credit, you say credit, and here's what happens at the other side. So if I'm the retailer and that debit card is run as debit, I pay just pennies to into the banking system to run it. On the other hand, if you say credit, in many cases I'm paying dollars for that to be run. I mean, it's a huge difference. So for your bank... They're generating an enormous fee income every time somebody who has a debit card says it's a credit card or says run it as credit. So right. what they're doing is they're getting you to generate huge income for the bank, and then the bank rebates part of it to you with the catalog. Right. Well, I was hoping that if I did that, I got the protections of a credit card. But uh, you do not, you know, debit cards. Whether no matter what you tell the retailer, the merchant, the restaurant, whatever, it's still a debit card. Even if it clears the system as if it was a credit card, you still don't have credit card protections. But you would get the rewards, which is neat, right? Thanks for listening to the Clark Howard Podcast. Download new episodes every Monday through Friday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Okay, you're a human, which means you've done laundry some point in your life. 
And you know what a hassle it can be separating the laundry, preparing, doing multiple loads? It's not fun. Well, Home Depot might have a solution that makes it easy. Really. They have the new Samsung Flex Wash and Flex Dry Washer and Dryer Pair. These innovative appliances are the first ever to allow you to wash two loads and dry two loads of laundry at the same time in the same machine. So when you do the laundry, you don't have to mix different colors and fabrics together and destroy your clothes. Flex Wash integrates a large capacity lower washer for everyday washes and then an additional washer for separate colors and delicates. And the Flex Dry integrates a large tumble dryer for everyday items and a flat dryer for your delicates. You wash one load, you dry one load, everything's done. And both the washer and dryer have a number of innovative features that make laundry super easy. Like the Flex Wash offers a steam wash option for removing stains and a self-clean to keep the water odor-free. And Flex Dry features multi-steam to steam away odors and wrinkles, while Sensor Dry optimizes drying temperatures to avoid damage to your clothes. It's technology you can really appreciate. And both are Wi-Fi connected, which allows you to set and start the machines and receive alerts when a load is finished. Together, the Flex Wash and Flex Dry offer the ultimate flexibility to provide the best possible care for your clothes. So get to Home Depot now and check them out. The Samsung Flex Wash and Flex Dry Washer and Dryer Pair. Hey guys, this is Chael Sonnen. Make sure you check out my podcast, You're Welcome. We talk about MMA, we talk about professional wrestling, politics, anything you need to know about today's top issues so that you can sound intelligent and you get them all from me, your humble host, America's favorite gangster. Make sure you check me out. You're Welcome with Chael Sonnen. New episodes every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, and of course, PodcastOne.com. Russia investigation, Trump and climate deal. I'm Tim McGuire with an AP News Minute. House Intelligence Committee issues subpoenas for former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and one of his companies and President Trump's personal lawyer Michael Cohen and his law firm. Committee also wants to hear from National Security Agency, the FBI, and CIA, part of the Russia investigation. In the Senate, former FBI Director James Comey is now expected to testify to the Senate Intelligence Committee. President Trump tweeted this evening he will announce tomorrow afternoon whether the U.S. will stay or leave the Paris Climate Accord. Some of his advisors prefer to stay committed to the deal. However, others are pushing him to withdraw. The Sierra Club's John Cookett says Trump would be on the wrong side of history if he decides against the agreement. We think this is a historic mistake. Um, we believe that our grandchildren will look back on this with dismay that a world leader could have their head in the sand so thoroughly. I'm Tim McGuire.